prostitution, the world's oldest profession. Illegal in most places in the world, and, like all things related to sex, a taboo subject we rarely discuss. But, in the rural counties of Nevada, where the West is still wild, pay for play is legal. My name is Jim, and for the last 20 years I've been a customer of the legal brothel system in Nevada. From its lavish high-end resort properties, to its small shacks in the middle of nowhere, from its connections to other arms of the sex industry, to the secrets it keeps from the public. I've seen it all, done most of it, and now I'm going to share it all with you. Join my friend Larry and I as we take you Behind the Red Light. Hello and welcome back to Behind the Red Light, your favorite cleanest sex show that's on the internet. It is Larry, your head button pusher, and of course I'm sitting across from Jim, the head novelist. <laughs> novelist? Well, what you're doing is a novelty. Oh, I see. Yeah, I so see. I figured, why don't we go with a novel? Just That's what we're calling it now. Yeah, it took me a while to figure it out, but I think novelist works for what we're doing. You know, they actually call people that 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 frequent working girls hobbyists. Hobbyists. Yes. Is that what that is? They they do. That is a term. Oh, well, that is a term. You could have used that a long time ago. I could have, but what's the fun in that? <laughs> You know, we're coming off of a set of very controversial episodes here. We definitely had a string of people that decided to get back to us. A few of us were actually there live in person uh, and in color. And there were a lot of reaction, I guess would be the way, from the last few episodes that we did. Well, there were, and I knew that there would be. I, I, I didn't think there was any way around it, given the subject matter. But uh, you know what I didn't get? What's that? And nobody disputing what was said. Yeah, that is that is a rarity. But before we get into that rarity, there are a few things we need to do. Absolutely. We need to cover our P's and Q's, if you will, because we don't encourage. No. We don't send you to. None. We don't endorse. Nine. We do not do anything of the sort that would cause us to suggest that we are promoting legal prostitution or prostitution in any form whatsoever. We are simply here to educate, inform, and entertain. That works for me, brother. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. See what I did there? We've got our we've got our cups of coffee yeah, here. Yes, we definitely. The audience can't see this, but we can. <laughs> yes, uh, we've we've had an interesting week trying to formulate and get things to work and get things together. It's you know springtime. It we've is. We've always been very very odd, honest with our audience. It's it's springtime. We've got other things to do. Yes, we're, we're busy people. We we are. We are. We're very very busy people. And and of course we're. Uh, working like crazy because we both want to accomplish any number of things this year. Yes, and and one of the big ones is you know getting a new editing system and doing things like this. So you know doing extra work and doing whatever we can to make that happen. And we're busy. That, yeah. <laughs> that's really what it boils down to. Well, we're in the process of throwing different irons on the fire. And, Absolutely, and, and taking opportunities and chances that we didn't think that we were going to have the opportunity and chance to do, and that arise. So we're going to go do that because when are we going? Yeah, I mean, life is short, so we gotta. You gotta, you gotta jump on that and, and take it when you can, so to speak. But uh, we, we, we do have mail. Yes, we've got to open the mailbag. We've this got week. to open the mailbag. We might just do a couple of shows just reading in the mailbag because our friend here, um, Fasty, mm -hmm. has gotten back to us yet again with uh, some of his, some of his experience. 
Um, he wrote us two emails concerning the trip. Uh, should should I give a little a little history on Fasty? Should we should we update the audience on who on who he is and and that sort of thing? I believe we should because yes. he's he he he's uh, what I'm beginning to call surrogate West Larry. Yeah. <laughs> Perhaps where 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 your exotica friend is surrogate East Larry well, at this point. So so uh, so Fasty is one of the guys that nice I guy was too. yes real nice guy uh, that I met twenty years ago and have been going to the these places with over the years and have become very 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 close friends with and he was there throughout the the process that we were talking about over the last few shows he was, he was charlie brown in our uh, in our explanations there well why didn't we just call him, had i had known that we would have just gone with fasting well well you know i didn't want to uh, uh, let him name himself i okay. didn't want to you know you didn't want to out him right right okay. yes that's correct well so. i'll tell you what Fast- oh no wait no wait or was he linus wait which one were, which one was which we were doing that now i'm trying to remember all right, I'll tell you what, Fasty. If you should just an email and say, "Hey, we can start calling you Fasty," and some of these interesting stories, just to illustrate our point, that would be great. Yeah, we'll just we'll just do it that way. We'll then. roll into that. But if you don't give us the okay, we ain't gonna do it. Yes, yeah. you know that's who we we're are. like. That yes, yeah. we believe in keeping you keeping you safe. Yes, so long as you're not a jerk. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If you're a jerk, we will out you. Oh no, no. If you're a jerk and you want to be a complete putz, we're gonna make sure oh, that yeah, people we will, know who we, you are. We will out the ever loving shit out of you at that point. Because we enjoy that kind of thing. And again, it falls into why are you listening and <laughs> why do you feel the need to comment? And and and, and if you're that dumb. Now and let me also stress, I don't mind a uh, 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 reasonable discussion. Yes. Somebody that has a difference of opinion with us. And is voicing it as such and not taking it personal. I don't have a problem with that at all. Oh, if somebody wants to come up to us and go, hey, guys, listen to your show, but here's some constructive criticism. Here's what I where I thought you could have improved or my experience or, you know, smartening us up or sure. educating us. Yeah, no, I don't have a problem with not that. Not a problem. But if you're going to come at us with, you know, torches and pitchforks. If they're going to scream, you know, Larry's a poo-poo head or you know, something like yeah. that, then we're going to. Why do I yeah. have to be the poo-poo head? Well, I don't know. I just, I was looking at you, so. So that was the first thing that... There's nobody that, else here. Right. So th- there you go. Anyway, back to the ranch. Yes. Hey, Literally. Well, as you could tell, we got into our groove really early this morning. Mm-hmm. Okay. Let me see if I can read this. I'm going to try to read it verbatim. I haven't read this before because I wanted to be as fresh as we possibly could get it. So uh, bear with me as I trip through these words. See how it goes. Okay. Mm-hmm. Greetings, Jim and Larry. It's FastWeb again. You may remember I wrote in several months. Yeah, I wrote in several months ago asking why Larry was interested in the topic of prostitution, and this is very true. He did. He did. And we both discussed had that- a whole show out of it. Yeah, we made a whole show out of it. And if you're not familiar with it, I forget what number show that is. But if you go back and listen to it, we uh, attest that. We both feel that a person's body is a person's body, mm-hmm. and if they have enough self-respect for themselves to participate in this kind of action, it is one of the more unique ways to make money, but it's also the most oldest profession to make money. You know, when you ju- th- just what you said there, I think, is we, ne- we definitely need to have a discussion on a show in the future about that, with, given the fact of how men look at body count in women. It's a very interesting topic to discuss. 
Yeah. You know, a, a civilian woman versus a working girl. Is there a difference? You know, that sort of thing. But in any case, we're getting off topic. Continue. Well, no, it, <laughs> it, it, you're right. It, it does have to deal with self-respect. Yeah. Like, is your self-respect feeling the need to have uh, that kind of intimacy? Or is the self-respect coming from, I know people are, they're making money off. Yeah, yeah exactly. Exactly. But in any case, to continue with uh, with his okay. letter there. Well, that that's the next word. Yeah. <laughs> Not oh. continue with the letter. Oh. Well, and then, you know, okay. So the next line. Well, considering that Jim was in Vegas a few months ago and I was with him most of the trip since he stayed with me, mm-hmm. I figured I'd share my side of the story. Fair enough. Yeah, absolutely. You know. uh, I can't tell you, you how impatient I've been waiting for this group of episodes since I was involved in them. So there we go. We have a, we have a co-pilot to... Yes. Validate all statements made. Anyway, about a week prior to Jim's trip, AVN, the adult version of the Oscars, took place and uh, I think that, that that meant to say at the Chicken Ranch. Took place and Chicken Ranch... W- oh, no, he was right. Took place and Chicken Ranch was hosting a meet and greet of some of the porn stars. A mutual friend of Jim's and mine, who we shall call Stripe, had asked me if I'd be willing to go and get a signed pic of one of the ladies he really likes. I was like, sure. So I contacted another one of Jim's Stripes and mine's we shall call Jack Bauer, and he'd like to tag along as well. Do you know Mr. Jack Bauer? Well, this was this was the other gentleman that ultimately ended up with us on the trip that I was accounting. Okay. So, yes. Uh, he was ga- he was game. So on Wednesday, January 4th, we uh, made the hour drive to Pahrump. Okay, fair enough. When we pulled into the Chicken Ranch parking lot, um, yeah, we could see that it was somewhat busy. We double buzzed, we double buzzed at the gate were buzzed through and the manager came to greet us through the bar entrance and told us to come in through there. Okay. So they came in through the bar entrance. Uh, yeah. Reading somebody's stream of thought, because that's how this is reading. Mm -hmm. It's like, I have a stream of thought and he just like bolted through. Totally understand. Uh, upon entering, we could see maybe five to six ladies as well as a few guys. The manager asked if there was anyone we'd like to see. I specified the lady who Stripe wanted the signature from, and the manager said she wasn't cleared to cleared for work yet, so couldn't come out to the bar. So Jack and I pursued the stuff being set up, uh, uh, perused the stuff being set up, and decided to leave. Okay, so uh, what the manager said she wasn't cleared for work yet. What does that go into? So what that means is that she's um, she has. Had the test probably okay, but the results of the STD test have not come back yet, and so as a result, she's not cleared to walk the floor. Oh, well. so yeah, there's a period of time in between where they go and get the test, and the results come in where they're cleared. Okay, and that's that's actually rather responsible and understandable. Why are that, you gonna? It's, yeah, it's part of the law and part of how the how the places function in order to make sure that uh, that there's no possible way that a contamination could occur. Oh, and and. 
more so like you can't have them really on the floor talking to customers if there's nothing to sell. Right, because yeah, because she couldn't take the guy back yet yeah. until she's cleared. Okay. All right. We thanked her, said our goodbyes, and then and then drove next door to Sherry's. So it seemed like they that 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 um Jack and Fasty and Fasty completely understood the situation, knew what was going on, knew why they couldn't talk to her and get the autograph. Absolutely. In those scenarios, you know, we understand the assignment, so no. to speak. I mean, we, we get the idea that there's there's gonna be a period of time from when the the lady arrives at the ranch until she's able to be on the floor and talk to a customer or whatever. So we've all encountered that over the years. No big deal. Mm -hmm. uh, certainly no um, um, poor reflection on the chicken ranch or anybody else in that case. It's just par for the course, and that's the way it is. So it, it, it is completely natural for you, you and anybody else to go looking for a party for somebody only to find out that they haven't been given the proper stamp of approval yet. Um, if you walk in... Not knowing what their schedule was, yes, that could happen. Okay. Um, if you are paying attention to the websites as far as um, you know when ladies are available or not available, you can generally avoid that unless some kind of flub happened. You know, if you if in other words, if you arrive on the lady's first day at the ranch when she's first scheduled to be there, and something caused a delay in the test result coming back, she may not be cleared quite yet. Mm -hmm. You know, something like that. But ordinarily, the website's pretty accurate, and if it says she's available, she's available. I don't want to take away from this, but are there gentlemen who... Uh, hobbyists. Mm -hmm. Who wait for um, women to populate these establishments to give them a try? Like, you know, oh, oh, there's a new girl, I need to try the new girl? Oh, yeah. Oh, oh my goodness. So, um, explain that to us. So, cause... one of the things that you're going to find out if you've, especially when you spend a lot of time with men who are choosing sexual partners in this manner, what you find out is that new blood is particularly interesting to men. So, and, and this, and it works throughout the sex industry. I don't care whether it's, uh, you know, a new dancer at a, at, a, at a club or or it's a new working girl at the ranch, a, a, a new uh, porn star who's made her debut. You know, that first initial uh, realization that there's a new girl, there's always a rush So there, there, of, of guys to the market, so to speak, that, yeah. Uh, the girls can girls can get away with I knew for that first couple of months, you know what I mean? And just in, and work on that, so to speak. So it would be benefit one of these establishments to bring in a new girl every X amount of months for a bump and surge in business? Um, that depends. It, if, if she's successful at getting off the ground and getting started, then yes, it is. If for whatever reason there's a failure to launch, not as much, right. you know? Um, now I don't know. I'm not around near frequently enough to tell you the ratio of success versus failure, you know, you know, the uh, how often does a girl come in and try it that first week and say, you know what, this definitely wasn't for me, mm -hmm. you know, or something like that versus the girl that says, wow, why didn't I come to this three years ago? I don't know what that ratio is to be able to to say, but certainly the more that it, I would think that the more that it l leads to, wow, why didn't I do this three years before? I would suggest that the ranches are always looking for new girls when they can, but dependable talent that shows up on a regular basis and has been there for a long time and has a customer base with them 
is just as valuable too. So, if not more so, if they're if they're commanding a lot of money. Well, no, you you said something that that rings true in everything that we've tried. Uh, yeah, finding dependable, reliable, yep, talent. Yes, yes, it doesn't, and that's why you know you we, you've heard me associate the sex industry with pro wrestling. Yeah, many many times, and it's because they have incredible similarities that are somewhat frightening that they share that many similarities, but they really really do. With, especially with respect to the talent, what the talent goes through, the problems the talents face, all that sort of thing, in all those industries. They're all pretty well the same. And the type of talent. You might get somebody who's extremely talented, but is a horrible human being. Yeah. Or you might get somebody that is extremely dependable and reliable and everything that you could ask for, but they're not very good talent. But they're just not very good at their job. They just, yeah. they, they're just not good at it, but they're around because they love it. And yeah. I think that's that's part of the understanding. Shall we continue? Yes. All right. So uh, they bailed out of the chicken ranch. Uh, yes, went to Sherry's. We thank her, said our goodbyes, and drove next door to Sherry's. As soon as we walked into the bar at Sherry's, the number of occupants went up to three. The only person, the only per- other person at the bar, it, it, it spelled. All in caps with uh, with a question mark. So, Meh. yeah, Kevin uh, was like, "All right, uh, you were you were probably doing this um, on your phone, <laughs> not to." Boy, I sound like a real jerk right now. Yeah, <laughs> that's enough out of you. Mm-hmm. Anyway, oh, the only oh, I see how he was trying. Yeah, to, now you're getting uh, it. Trying yeah. to the only per uh, the only other person at the bar, the bartender. <laughs> <laughs> We told her that we, we'd we like to eat and grab a booth. Shortly after, a shift manager approached us and asked if we were just there to eat or if we'd like to see some ladies. Jack said maybe a bit of both. Now, here's an issue I have that Jim also discussed in the Sherry's portion of the podcast. They have security cameras in the bar. Okay. The moment we entered, the shift manager should have put the ladies on alert that there's potential clients in the bar. When she came over and talked to us and asked if we were there to eat or see ladies, and Jack said a bit of both, she should have started to send ladies into the bar. So they've got security cameras in the bar. Yeah, you know, that's something I never thought of mentioning, and actually because I hadn't thought of it, really, when we were having the actual podcast. The security cameras that he's talking about. And I think this is what he's referring to the ladies on the televisions in their room can access the bar feed. I was wondering about, so they are actually able to see when clients, when potential clients are in the bar. And, uh, I had completely forgotten about that until this moment, actually. So I'm really glad that Fasty said that because yeah, they, they have every ability to, to get on the TV and see who's in the bar hmm. at any time. Now, take this into account. So, <clears throat> excuse me. A little bit of a pause there. You could see customers in the bar, kind of like, you know, a red light going off in your room or something. And it's like, oh, time to work. You know, well, I, I will tell you that in, in the past, uh, as I have known girls over the years and as if I have partied with girls over the years at Sherry's, there are many occasions where I've 
had a girl take me back to her room, and when we get there, the first thing she does is turn the TV off because the feed is on the bar. Hmm. So she's been watching that, waiting for a time to go out to the bar when it's advantageous to get customers. Apparent and and all of those girls that I'm mentioning are quite were were in their day quite successful. Uh, apparently, this is not something that girls do anymore. <laughs> anymore. So, so what you're saying? Back in the day, they would go, they would pick up, or they they would have a party. The party would end. They would freshen up, clean up, get themselves organized, depending mm-hmm. on what they wanted to do next or sure. or what they had planned to do next. Turn the television on, and depending on. If there's nobody in the bar, they can say, oh, well, I might as well just stay here. Yeah. If they see a group of guys come in, well, hey, this might be a good time for me to go out there and uh, make my presence felt. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. Or after, the, the, let's say, like 10 minutes after a party and they're looking at the thing, they can, you know, not right now. Maybe. Sure. Maybe a couple of minutes. but Sure. I mean, depending on, you know, she just came out of a party where, uh, you know, she had booked the guy for a bungalow and made ten thousand dollars or some ridiculous amount of money maybe mm-hmm. she's saying to herself you know what i don't need to go out there the rest of the day yeah i'm taking the night off yeah, yeah. i mean which you know completely understandable hey I, I would if i just like pulled in five grand yeah and- <laughs> yeah, if I, yeah if i just pocketed five g's i'm probably gonna take a break too yeah i'm gonna watch a movie and eat some popcorn absolutely you know, sh- do you know, whatever take a take a nice long hot bath yeah. whatever i you know yeah, sure i get that completely but uh, yeah, but I completely forgot about the video or the uh, the video feed thing. I'm glad he mentioned that. Uh, interesting. Okay, so here here comes the next part. Uh, it took 20 minutes for our food to arrive. During that time, ladies could have given brief introductions. Now I get it. When customers are eating, ladies aren't to disturb them. However, we weren't eating food yet. We were waiting for our food. It took 20 minutes to get our food. At five minutes apiece and two guys, they could have sent eight ladies to talk with us while we waited. Yeah. Again, I get it. While eating, ladies aren't to disturb customers. But since my friend said both food and ladies, the shift manager could have asked if we'd like some company while we waited for dinner. He seems a little, little perturbed about the. Uh... Well, he he is, uh, and and was and was quite uh, peeved that evening too when we were there. But I would. This is one of the ways where I respectfully disagree with Fasty. I don't think that I find. Well, that... now he disagrees with you. Right? Yeah, they're <laughs> getting alert. Uh, no, I th- I think that, um, and the reason I disagree with that statement is because the girls would have to be. Creskin or something of the sort to have some sort of idea of how long the kitchen was going to take to make that food. Mm-hmm. They can't do that. So I understand that where the house is like, no, 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 no. If they've ordered food, you're going to wait until they're finished with their food. I can whether they have it in front of them or not. And I completely and absolutely understand that. I don't, I don't ding the girls or Sherry's in this case for not delivering girls leading up to it because what if the girl comes in sits down says hi my name is so and so and no and no more so does her booty hit the hit the the seat than the food is delivered right. now she's going to get up and go into you know so i don't think that it's that i give them a pass on i do um uh, and maybe had the rest of the encounter gone better fasting might be giving them a pass on that too <laughs> but uh you know 
if you read on, I'm sure this is not going to get much better. No, no, I'm sure it's not. Uh, 20 minutes for food makes me want, like, why does it usually take 20 minutes for food? Do they uh, order it sh- something? It shouldn't, based on that menu that I've seen. It's a pretty basic menu, and it's pretty much bar food. So, so it's either uh, fried or... Pretty much, on a griddle. You know, I'm not real sure why it would would have taken that long, especially when they were completely dead. The only thing I could think of is it was right around mealtime for the girls, but from what he's talking about, it doesn't sound like it was. You could have. I guess they were waiting for the fryer to turn on or something. Who knows? Okay. <clears throat> we go to continue. 20 minutes later, when we finally got our food, one lady entered the bar and she sat in the corner fiddling with her phone with earbuds in. Okay. After we finished our meal, which I might add, and Sherry's always had great food, and paid for the check. So, the food was good. Yeah. Uh, uh, and paid the check. We got up to leave. The shift manager, who was sitting at the table not far from us, looked shocked and was like, You're leaving? Jack replied saying, Yeah. Well, well no ladies came to talk to us, uh, so no point in staying. During the 20 minutes we waited for dinner, I had... I said I had more fun at CR, and Jack said he was just thinking the same thing. Seriously, if you're going to be a manager in an establishment such as this, food and ladies into the bar... Oh, flood ladies into the bar when you see potential clients. Okay. There's a lot to unpack there. Well, there is. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say a few things here that... that uh, you know, the, the biggest problem that Sherry's has right now is their inability to teach their shift managers to set expectations properly and to provide proper customer service. In the case, in both of the cases, this one and then the one the following week when I was there with them, this could have been resolved by some open and honest communication here. Had, you know, had the shift manager said, uh, are you here for when she said to them, are you here for food or girls? And they said a bit of both. She could have said to them, well, I'll tell you what, I'll give you guys the time to order and for you to get your food and eat it. And once you've completed that, let me know. And I will start to send girls your way. That's right. Had that expectation been set, then at that point there would have been no, and I'm going to use some, some industry terms here with regard to customer service. There would have been no violation of Fasty's psychological contract with the establishment. Hmm. In other words, because he's sitting in a brothel and hasn't been told otherwise, he's expecting girls to come up to him. Hmm. When it doesn't happen, well, they have failed. Now, in the establishment's mind, they haven't because they're doing what they're supposed to do. But because there was no communication between what they were supposed to do, which conflicts with what the customer is expecting, the customer has no idea that they might be overreacting. And this is where establishments get themselves in trouble. Because had he said that to the shift manager and said, well, I don't understand why you didn't send girls and been, you know, a, quote, a Karen, mm. and got all upset about it, they, the establishment would have waited till he left and said, well, that guy was an asshole. Mm-hmm. Because in their mind, they were doing exactly what they were supposed to be doing. Never thinking that we didn't communicate that, though, to the customer. So a a proper explanation and a complete explanation is very much necessary if you want to get in front of something 
regarding a customer service issue. Sherry's is not doing that these days. They are not. And as a result, people are leaving very, very disappointed. That's what I see. If, if, from an objective standpoint, that's what I see. And especially, this is the first... They had, they had told me about this encounter when I was there, but at the time I was thinking about what was happening in the present. And so to hear this now, uh, you know, a couple of months removed, and hear it when there's no emotion connected to it, this is what I'm seeing when I when I hear that. Well... At what point during the end of their meal, you know, when they were they were presented the check, and again, it is something that that you said there was no real timeline set up. Okay, mm-hmm. you can eat now, and you can see girls here, or while they're eating, you know, not having. It seems like that Fasty was not happy that there was girls, you know, carouseling around them while they were eating. Well, the the. Uh... And that seems kind of like the nature of the normal. Well, the nature of the girls to satellite the bar, so to speak, and kind of float around. I mean, they are living there and they're locked in. Right. So I I can't really take issue with that. The girls are bored in their room. They want to walk around a little bit. Who, you know, who can, who can, who can fault them for that? Yeah. Um, But certainly if you, if those are the only two customers in the building, the shift manager should be laser focused in my mind of watching them, and as she sees that meal coming to a close, I'm just saying what I would do in the scenario if I was the shift manager. If I saw those gentlemen coming to the end of their meal and I knew they were interested in girls, I would get up and walk over and say, how was your meal, gentlemen? And once they gave me an affirmation, I'd say, I'll tell you what I'm going to do. I'm about to go to the go to the office, and I'm going to call for a, a bar call and get the girls out here for the, to introduce yourselves now that you're just about finished with your meal. Again, going up and setting the expectation properly. Or, alternatively, offering them a lineup before I did that. Would you guys like a lineup, or would you like me to call the girls to the bar? You know, that either way, that is something that that shift manager should have been doing. Okay. Uh, one other issue I'd like to touch on briefly is the fact that the place is in desperate need of renovation. The booth seats and the backs are worn and falling apart, and along the bar is a footrest that really loose that needs to be fixed. When you do fel- uh, when do you fellow listeners think the ideal time to renovate Sherry's would have been? I'll give you just thirty seconds to think this one out. Okay, see that's a little condescending. He's not wrong though. He is. I'm not saying that he's not wrong. <laughs> But, you know, that kind of goes against the grain of us, you know. Yeah. Well, we can't, we can't, uh, uh, although we can watch ourselves, we can't watch what the listener wants yeah. to write. Yeah. Um, uh, I would say this. I would say that he's, uh, he's correct that the place needs a facelift very badly. Now, I haven't been in the girls' rooms lately, but if the bar is any indication, they haven't updated those either. <laughs> And that, 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 well, yeah. Usually, it's very telling. I mean, if you look at a, if you see outside of a crack house, you know exactly what the inside looks like, right? Which means that they have done very little to update that place. In the and last... I'm not comparing brothels to crack houses. Well, no, but they've they've done very little to update the place in the last twenty years. That's too long. Yeah. I mean, anybody that operates uh, in the hospitality business. And I don't care whether it's a hotel or whatever, knows that you have to refresh. You do have to do that on a regular basis. And anybody that runs bars, clubs, whatever, will tell you that usually every four years, four to five years, you should be updating the look of the place. That's standard in practice within the industry. 
Everybody knows that. Even somebody who's outside of it, like myself, knows that. Mm-hmm. So there's no reason somebody in it shouldn't know that. Um, the bar desperately needs to be looked at. Um, they need some new upholstery. They need, they probably need some new tables and chairs. They could they could definitely use a facelift. Um, and certainly, if if, if the place is, is uh, swimming in money, they should be able to do that. If the place is hurting... I don't know that. I don't know what their financial situation is these days. Uh, but one way or the other, they need to do something in there for sure. What he's saying is not is not wrong about the seats. They are very uncomfortable at this point. Well, he signs off. If you said during COVID, you're right. Yeah, and that was something we did discuss while we were sitting there was that they had this period of time where the place was closed you know, why not apply for one of those loans? Oh, because they were a sex industry, they couldn't have got it. That's right. Forgot about that part. But in any case, they still could have used that time wisely to renovate, and they didn't. When Sherry's temporarily shut down during the tail end of everything being closed, they could have done renovations, and it would have been great upon reopening. I don't know what the owners are thinking to think the interior looks good. And I get it. You don't want to close the place down when it's open to begin with oh don't want to close close the place down when it's open to begin with but it was due or but it was closed due to covid fix the bar and surprise everyone when you reopen would have been spectacular sherry's needs a bar rescue from uh the bar rescue guy dude is is local to vegas and probably knows of the brothels yeah i'm not gonna i'm not gonna touch that one touching that one um well, everybody's entitled to their opinion. No, I don't. I, and I, it's not that I disagree with him completely. I, he's he is right. The place does need a facelift, for sure, for sure. And I think what makes it worse is that the the chicken ranch has had a facelift in recent years. Okay. So uh, you know when you compare bar to bar, one looks fantastic, and the other one eh, could use some help. You know, well, it, not trying to bury them. But, no, no, you know, no, just, not just trying telling to the truth, though. bury them at all. But yeah, if, if this is the experience that these people are having, and it's pretty clear that they're having a, a very vivid response to what's been happening uh, at these, well, these you installations. Have to, you have to also consider now, uh, granted, I haven't been or up establishments. there. I haven't been up there in a number of years, and I will admit to that. But knowing Lance Gilman, who is the man that owns uh, the Mustang Ranch, Lance was a developer. There's no way in the world Lance would let something go without fixing it, updating it, whatever. So I am certain that if you walked into that establishment, that place is the the picture of perfection at any time you walk in. Just based on knowing the man. Uh, any of the properties that Dennis owned were always in great repair and everything. So, again, your competition is such that they are paying attention to these details. Uh, sometimes I don't know, and as, as we had discussed, I don't know sometimes if it's the proximity to Vegas that, that the, the Chicken Ranch and Sherry think they can get away with some of this stuff because where else are you going to go or whatever. Dennis has gone from the South, so that stress of having that guy leaning on your business is not there anymore. You know, it's hard to say what has caused these changes, and I, I really don't know. But as you can see, 
uh, Fasty didn't have any better experience than I did. Well, yeah, I can see that, and that was just one of the first letters. We're going to look at another letter written by the the wonderful Fasty. And if you want us to write a letter, or want to write a letter to us, not if us want us to write a letter to how, you. How did that happen? I that? don't know. Apparently, words are a second language to me. You're, you're right having difficulty now. today with words. Yes, I mm-hmm. went. I went through a time warp, and usually, I'm very eloquent. And instead, I'm just. Ex- I don't know. Where you're to having go a bad day. I am. I am. I think I need more coffee. But anyway, <laughs> if you would like to write us and tell us what you think about the show, want to do it anonymously, or let us know who you are, uh, we have a way of doing that. You can get a hold of us at behind the red light seven zero two at gmail.com. Leave us a nice letter. Leave us a note. Tell us what you think. We'll break down what you say. May turn an entire episode out of it. Mm-hmm. May not. All depends on how we're feeling that day. But if you would like to be part of a community, a wonderful community of people who are nice and kind with each other and be a little bit more public, Jim has a way of telling you how you can do that. Yeah, all you have to do is go to the Book of Faces there, good old Facebook, look up behind the red light, you'll find us, and like that page, and by all means, join the conversation, join the community, send us a note, do whatever you like, we will be there for you. And that's it. Uh, yep. Like I said, next show we're gonna talk. We got more feedback. We got more feedback. This is this is going to be quite an episode or string of episodes, and we're grateful that you're all with us. So mm-hmm. from Larry, Jim, Jim, Larry, have a good day. Bye bye. Why'd I ask you if you were gonna have a good day? I, I don't, don't know. know.